0: This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Hello, welcome Uh to another live stream here. The Facebook Pros. So good to see you glad that you could join us. Hey, feel free to just come on in to the chat here on Zoom. I posted the link there in the uh, description, so you can just click on it, come in, join us. We've been having a good time these past few weeks, but i had lots of uh, of participation and some new people now and then, so that's that's always cool to see that. So uh, yeah, come on in. As a matter of fact, Robert, I don't have we seen you on this call before?
1: No.
2: My oh,
0: first. dude, I'm totally signaling you out. <laughs> I'm
2: nervous, man, around all these professionals, but I <laughs> want to come be a part of this
0: if it's all come right. Come on, man. It takes one to know one, right? I don't know. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. Welcome aboard. Thank you. So, yeah. Hey, what, what's going on out there? Who's got something fun, exciting, challenging? that you're working on, I want to talk about a little bit. I see Billy Britt out there joining us. I'm sure he's got something really Robert,
3: exciting where, going on. Robert, where are you from? North Carolina. In the Asheville area? You're near Raleigh? Billy? Oh, you're in Raleigh. Okay, yeah, cool. Asheville's like, uh, about three hours away. Cool. Yeah. I see the heavy coat's on, so it's going to be pretty cold now. It's a little chilly. You know, when it gets below 70, you know what I mean in Florida. <laughs> I got <laughs> and, my jacket on tonight. And my wife keeps it a little
1: chilly in the house. Yeah. Nice.
3: It was Welcome. Kind of, it
4: was about 70 degrees today, so, yeah. T-shirts and, um, today. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah.
5: It's balmy 37 in West Virginia, so.
4: I don't oh. know why. I don't know oh. why people go to the snow and play in it. I like, I don't understand that. It's like, oh, hell no. Uh, I'll stay here. I'll stay here and in- this-
3: I don't do snow.
4: I don't either. Yeah,
3: I've had my share. I I've, I've paid my dues.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I escaped the snow when I was just a boy.
3: Yeah. Keith took a trip out to Montana this week. Oh, my God. It was three degrees in Billings and bozeman it was beautiful
1: place though
3: it is if you don't if you're not priest to death
1: yeah Yeah.
3: it is true how long was he there for uh three days
0: that's long enough
3: yeah long enough i think he's thought out now
6: (laughs) (laughs) nice nice those are the people that wear shorts and t-shirts
3: in 30 degree weather yeah right No kidding. Flip-flops. We have that down here. When you get all the people from Minnesota to go to the beach, you know, we're all in sweaters and hoodies and whatever, and they're out there in their shorts and bathing suits just loving the beach. (laughs) You know, 65 is a heat wave to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So how's business
0: out there? Is everybody staying busy? I was
4: was slowing down, and then all of a sudden, boom. (sighs) <sighs> got busy again I, the was head fake, for the, huh? I was waiting for a little slow time so I could take some time off nope so
3: anyway. it's, uh, <laughs> it's really busy now down here this is full season everybody's back kids are back in school and everybody, all the snowbirds are down here before uh, before Thanksgiving and Christmas and then they'll head home for a couple of weeks and then it'll be busy again yeah. right now it's really busy
4: Everybody wants. Everybody wants their stuff done before Thanksgiving. I'm like, okay. Every holiday,
3: every holiday, you get the big rush, Mm -hmm. and they'll wait till the week before. You know, oh, I got company (laughs) coming.
4: Yeah.
3: Hey, Adrian, is your last name Lambda?
4: Lambda. No, what is it? Does it show Lambda? It does. Isn't that like a Greek letter? Like a. um, the fraternity or something. I can't. I can't see. I can't even see my uh, myself in my little window there.
0: I don't know what it says. Yeah, it says lambda. Yeah. Really? I think that's it a, a, it's a Greek letter, right? Lambda. Lambda. No lambda.
4: With an M? It's it's. No, it's lambda. L A N D A. I don't know what the M is there. I don't know. Lambda, I'm what, your what, what
7: wasn't Lambda the name of the sorority from that movie, uh, Revenge of the Nerds? There you go, yeah, yeah. there you go,
0: what?
7: right?
4: Wow. Yeah, it's like a
0: Greek thing,
4: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to hide from the feds, that's why I had to change my name. My,
0: my <laughs> <laughs> a good disguise you got going there, uh, <laughs> <laughs> lambda, 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 baby. That's almost yeah. as good as like Superman's disguise. <laughs> A pair of glasses uh, and a
3: tie. <laughs> <sighs> so how's supply chain issues? Everybody, no problem with their glass anymore or hardware? All caught um, up? Terrible. Terrible. Um, Terrible? On what, glass and hardware or just hardware? Yeah, roads? we,
5: uh, Basco supplies my framed and semi-frameless doors that we do for these production home builders. Yeah. And yesterday we had 15 doors come in <laughs> And, you know, I pay a guy to unbox them and inspect them because the quality has been so bad. And ironically, that our new Basco rep, who happened to know Chris Phillips, uh, came in the shop kind of unannounced. It was his first visit. We had six doors stacked up with scratches in the glass and the metal. And uh, that was his first, you know, visit to our shop. We opened two more while he was there. Both of them were damaged. And I said, how do you, I said, this is every week, I'm paying somebody to inspect, I'm paying somebody to get on a phone and call and make arrangements to get replacement, you know, glass in here, I don't get to recover a dime of that. So that part has been horrible. Um, Not sure what you guys are experiencing. I know some of you don't fool with those, but um, the quality has been terrible on the framed and the semi-frameless stuff.
3: Bassco just changed hands, didn't they? Somebody acquired them
5: no, no, no
3: i don't i'm not sure bill i don't i don't know no
1: they've acquired a
2: couple other places they oh they have you're right at glass they have winston shower door and
1: in, in um winston north carolina and then they just picked up another fabricator
3: i think yeah they michigan. did you're right they got the one in michigan glass source yeah. yep
1: where are you Where's at it? michael
5: west virginia okay north, north central west virginia
1: Are you getting your glass from Ohio or, uh, North
5: Carolina? It's coming out of Cincinnati. Ohio, Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It is terrible. And it's, you know, it makes you rethink. Well, my challenge not to get into my own deal here, but where we're located, I can't get anybody else to deliver. Basco is the only game in town. I've tried numerous. When I was at the glass show last year, um, I beg guys to come over and deliver, but they don't they only want to LTL it. And my experience with that has been it it comes in mangled from you know forklifts and everything else. So I'm kind of between a rock and a hard place on my framed and semi-frameless stuff.
3: You ought to have Basco LTL it. Maybe they'll straighten them out. It's in the
5: packaging, Bill. It's not how they it's not in the handling process from when it leaves their facility until it gets to mine. This is inside. So when you open it up, like there's not, there's insufficient protection against the, uh, the glass and say the aluminum, there's loose components that are scratching. You can see how it slides and and scratches the, uh, you know, the, the glass or the metal. And I'm not talking that some, it's some stuff that like a magic eraser can maybe get out of there and you can hide. This is gouges. This is white scratch lines in the glass. And, uh, It's just, it's, it's, business is great, but that uh, dealing with that has, has compounded uh, the complexity of trying to meet deadlines, you know, customer impressions of you. Uh, It's just been a, it's been a challenging time.
6: I had an an issue with a, uh, with a suppliers, a insulated glass supplier years ago and I kept talking to him and I kept telling him, you know, I, this isn't acceptable. This is, isn't going to work. Uh, and finally, I told them, if this continues, uh, I'm, I'm going to charge back. And because uh, obviously they, they needed to be hit where it hurt. Uh, and that still didn't fix the problem. So I, I gave him a warning. I gave him fair warning and said, look, I'm, I'm going to have to change suppliers if you don't, you know, get it right and they couldn't get it right. And I changed suppliers and it hurt them. Uh, they begged me to come back. I'm like, sorry, not until you straighten it up. So, and I, I understand in your case being where you are, uh, that may not be an option, but um, at least maybe the chargeback uh, option is there.
3: So Mike, let me ask you this. Are you getting your doors already pre-built on your frame doors? Yes. Have you considered getting KD units where you get the glass and just order the metals separately and build them in the shop?
5: I did a little bit of that years ago, Bill. Um, I veered away from it because we did have a good supplier for, you know, a number of years. This is something that has really gotten worse instead of better, uh, you know, post-COVID. Not that COVID's over, but it is for the you know, for the most part, um, it's gotten worse because what they, what, what they're telling me is that they all laid off people. They all got, you know, they, they downsized their operation. Then people didn't come back. So they're training new people and they can't get it together. Uh, your points well taken my shop. I'm, I'm in a process. I'm going to move my shop, but we just don't have the room, uh, you know, to, to, uh, to do that. Um, and I just can't. I don't. I just like the one-stop shop thing. I like to get my door in, put it on the truck, and go. But when you know, I'm spending every Wednesday when they deliver, or Tuesday actually when they deliver, I probably got a guy at the table because sometimes you get about 15 doors. Sometimes we get 30 doors in. You're talking a guy standing there all day long checking in doors. Yeah.
7: Hey, Mike, how many frameless doors do you have on backlog?
5: My frame was just pretty good um, for the most part, Keith. Uh, when I, you say backlog, um, some of the experiences or some of the delays we're experiencing with like Brush Bronze and now some matte black product, but uh, I really can't I really can't complain about backlog on uh, my United Plate Glass that supplies. My glass They're, they've been on top of it pretty good, and the quality's been. Uh, acceptable let's put it that way every now and then you get one it's not good
7: i'm gonna rephrase do you are you guys selling more frameless than what you're able to install is there a backlog like internally
5: oh oh i'm sorry um yeah yes it's not bad but yes we're we're overwhelmed right now these builders are um end of year trying to make their quota
0: I see where I you're going with this, Keith.
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> Why don't you just stop fucking selling the frame doors? <laughs> Man, it hello. sounds like a blessing—a blessing in disguise to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it sounds I, like the universe is trying to tell you something. Yeah. Yeah.
7: yeah don't fight it. Just go with it.
5: Yeah.
7: No, I, point taken.
5: I, my, my, my pencil and calculator have been out doing the math here uh to be honest with you
7: i'm glad you are yeah yeah
5: we make yeah. significantly more money on a on a frameless door
8: we've been hearing a similar story um with um also national uh build.com it's ferguson Uh, does it. I don't know if it's always through Ferguson, but online it's build.com. And I've had a couple of customers who have said, Oh, you know, for whatever reason, I want to go buy this online thing. And they've gone to build.com. I've actually had two Ferguson employees send people back to me because they're like, Oh, I want to go cheaper. And I want to get this thing online. And then they went and talked to Ferguson reps. And I know our local you know, Ferguson reps and everything. And they told the customer, the first one, I'm like, oh, that's a mistake. They they shouldn't have done that. But the um, first time I heard it, customer said, oh, yeah, I talked to Ferguson about, about buying online through build.com. And they said, oh, don't do it. Everything's arriving broken. Everything's scratched. Mm-hmm. It's just horrible. It'll be a terrible situation. You should go to a local glass shop like DT Glass. And I'm like, no, no, Ferguson is not supposed to say that. They're going to get in trouble. And then I'm fine with it, of course. But um, then I heard it a second time, like about a month later. So unfortunately, I think, you know, build.com is going through the same thing that FASCO is going through, probably the same thing with Dreamline and all that other crap that I refuse to install <laughs> And <laughs> So they all turn around and come back to Frameless. Woo-hoo. Yes.
0: You know, yeah, you know that at some point I um so I still install like tub enclosures, um, you know, like sliding bypass, like quarter inch tub enclosures. Um, that's the only quarter inch glass that I do. And that's just because. I can. I've got a minimum. I've got a minimum of a thousand dollars. All right. So if someone will pay me thousand dollars to do a tub enclosure, I will. And people do. Um, and that's the only reason that I do those because I can get in and out in like an hour, um, and it's it's good money. I mean, it's it's comparable to, to a frameless enclosure. You use WBS. I do, yeah, I used yeah. To be, yeah. so I like them. They're they're good quality. It's they're they're great. You know. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't do any of the other ones. I don't do any hinging, any any other quarter inch doors at all. And um, I know other people. I think I was talking to. I think Brandon Castro was saying like they don't do any at all, not even oven closures. Of course, well, you know, we'll,
8: we'll do semi frameless, uh, but it won't be like some online, you know, set thing. It'll be more like the semi-custom. It'll be Agalite is here on the West Coast or um, Cardinal or someone like that, not the, you know, off the internet sort of thing. So there is a another level. And every time we thought about not doing semi-frameless, there are still houses where there will be an awesome, master bath but then they have some you know guest bath or kids bath or whatever that they want to save some money so we'll still do it when we have to but what we don't do is the people who say oh I'm going to buy this online or I'm going to go to Costco will you install it no, Not
3: no, a chance. No. <laughs> yeah. you don't
2: need the headaches
3: <laughs> you know what gets me Shannon is you're telling me that there's people that are buying their plumbing stuff at Ferguson's and then are going online to save money. Just doesn't make sense. Ferguson <laughs> yeah. customers are all high end. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
8: Well, so Ferguson runs the build.com. Have you? Right bought yeah. from there and that's actually pretty cheap yeah so there's a big difference between i guess going in the store and seeing all this high-end stuff i think ferguson is trying to play both sides so yeah. in store they're doing the premium stuff but then online which is probably why they have that different name bill.com yeah, volume. i think they want both parts of the business My mm. assumption.
3: yeah and it's easier to spell than ferguson so you just type <laughs> in "build" much easier.
8: Which vowel? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, Costco came out with a run of doors. Oh, about a year ago, I was I was watching it go. They must have got a heck of a deal from some supplier, and they were yeah. They're
5: mostly getting from Canada
3: uh, so supplier called it Ov Ov yes OVE, O-V-E. Right? I had never heard of it before and we got yeah. all sorts of calls from people to install it for them so we're not touching it don't know mm-hmm. anything about it and they were short they were stalls and they were only like 67 or 68 high for a stall mm-hmm. so we call them head- headbangers call I them did head- for a friend headbangers they come our with friend- a helmet a <laughs> so, yeah. you know. friend bought they're it really- I sold
9: it for a friend yeah so
2: they build them to yeah, the high like the five, five, six stalls. are not tall enough.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So people in, in Naples or Fort Myers who have tiled showers are buying them because it says for shower stalls. And they're low. Mm-hmm. They're really low.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, re- I rarely do a tub enclosure. But that's that short. Right. You know, exactly. Even on people's tubs, they want them. All mm-hmm. Exactly. You
2: no. Know, and we did a lot of inline <laughs> lot of panels. <laughs> With fiberglass, you know, showering. Yes, clothes. yeah, they always stuck up above the, the, uh, the fiberglass. So
3: mm-hmm. California, you have a lot of fiberglass units in California.
2: We yeah, we did. I mean, back in the day.
3: Yeah. Before the. Most, most of them fiberglass. are tiled now.
2: Yeah, most tiled, but every once in a while, somebody will buy a, a, a fiberglass, you know, stall. Insert. Insert a fiberglass and put it in rentals and, and stuff like that yeah it goes above the um, the fiberglass. They're not tall enough
3: when, yeah. we were up north we we had a lot of fiberglass lots, lasco, aquaglass, Kohler, Jacuzzi, oh,
2: yeah.
3: uh, pearl. There's probably six or seven different manufacturers. I haven't seen one down here at all. We have
5: a ton of them in in north central West Virginia, a ton really yeah. yeah well,
8: builders are just trying to go cheap and simple and easy you're not going to get you know water leaks where the tile the base meets the wall and it, it it's a no-brainer for them to just throw that in there
6: at
9: yeah the
8: price yeah. points i mean not our customers not not our type of builder more like the you know slam it in glass shops you know fill the hole
3: yeah <laughs> and
2: it they usually easily- count those. The delta units and all that stuff, you gotta take the directions them and read them at night so you know what to do the next day. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's so many parts and
1: you
0: know. yeah. Well, I the have, kind of kind of unique thing that we have here in my area in Santa Cruz is that we have a lot of um rentals. Like so we have a lot of people, even though our customers are more affluent, they um they have they own rentals or they they have uh you know kind of like um uh rent, you know, like uh vacation you know rentals I'm trying to think uh,
8: Airbnb
0: yeah Airbnb so they they'll have like a really nice home really high end stuff and then a little addition that's you know like a rental that's a little bit more swanky you know so then they want to put in something cheaper. And there, or, and also we're a university town. So there's a lot of that. So a lot of like rentals for like students. So it's really weird. I mean, you drive down the street in in Santa Cruz and like one house will be like a mansion, right? And the next door, it's a shack. And uh, there are streets like that, where it's like half the houses are just like, you know, just decked out to the nines, and then the other half of the houses are just about to fall over, because people, when they bought those houses, you know, they paid you know ten, twenty thousand dollars for, you know, forty years ago, and uh, they their families lived in there ever since. They're not rich; they just live on an, on a street with a bunch of millionaires. You know, so it's a it's a really interesting uh, uh, clientele here. It's fun. I,
2: I had a lady the other day I went out and she had a kneel angle, which was not really a kneel angle. One yeah. side was 149, the other side was, I forget what it was. So it was 27, 24, and 13. And she wanted a frameless. And I told her, I guarantee you that water is going to be all over the floor. And so I sold her a you know a WBS,
0: mm-hmm. you
2: know, semi-frameless, and they were happy yeah. with it.
0: And even that'll is gonna leak, probably.
2: Yeah, they're pretty they're the WBS, they're pretty good with their new angles. They don't, you
0: know. Yeah, I they are, you know, but still, I mean, anything that small, I mean, there's well, yeah, no, it's it's an yeah, almost I, I totally
2: impossible. To it's be on the floor. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's why that's one of the main reasons like I stopped doing those too, is because um I get called back for like leaking and it's hard it's hard to like talk your way out of one of those things you know like with a frameless enclosure I'm like ah it's frameless shower door you know oh yeah little yeah. water's getting out you know but when you sell one of these stick things it's like it's harder to talk your way out of that so it's going back adding more coffee Ugh, i
2: hate it yeah i go i go look at it the lady texts me back oh thank you i think i know you you know <laughs> Yeah, your brother gave me a ticket. He was a CHP officer. <laughs> and her dad taught me wood shop. There you go.
0: Oh, you're on mute. So anyways. I got a question. Okay, good. What about the, um,
2: now that we're on semi-frameless and uh, frame doors, what about the the uh,
1: the Ketchum company that Tom got?
3: Does anybody use any of his stuff? Or
1: I don't think I'm not
3: sure. I've heard of them. Where are they? Mm. So I, K- Ketchum was a supplier that made uh, frame doors out of real brass and and plated. So when they went out of business, Tom Whitaker bought them, and he's still doing it and doing quite well at it. Uh, it's not in our market. I don't see it in our market, but it yeah, it's really high end stuff. He's doing a lot of hotel work with it. But uh, chrome on brass, grass. polished brass, uh, polished brass, polished nickel, and uh, chrome on brass. Hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. Puts a uh, quarter inch clear in it. Looks good. Yeah. I was looking, looking
0: at pricey.
3: this morning. <laughs> yeah, very pricey. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
7: Oh, yeah.
0: I know, yeah, I've man. seen him post like photos of those. They're like super... Super sharp looking.
3: Yeah, no, I think Brandon was doing some of those uh, framed brass units as well.
0: Brandon's really good at that. He's yeah, got a I... really good system down for doing those like
3: gridscape type things. Yeah, but is he buying his extrusions on his own, or is he buying a kit from somebody else? No,
0: I mean he's got his own thing. He's got his he own does. system for it. I'm trying to talk him into teaching it to me. Yeah,
3: you know.
0: It's uh, not that I want to do those.
3: (laughs) I know, Chris, it requires cock. Yeah, I know. That sucks. (laughs) Yeah, you would want that. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot lot of other parts.
0: Cock and patience. Two things I don't have any of.
8: What was the name of that framed company you were just talking about? And it sounds kind of like what, it, what is it, American Shower Doors or something to the day? I out of LA. Frame. Yeah, Catchem. Catchem.
3: Catchem. K e t c h u m u m. So is it still called Catchem? I don't know. Uh, or
0: Tom Whitaker is Mr. Shower Door, right?
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. In Connecticut. So.
0: Um, so is it just is he doing it as Mr. Shower Door?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one of his lines. Yeah, I think. He no, I don't keep,
0: know.
3: He kept I don't know kept anybody their... in the country that's doing them besides Tom that I know of. That's what I
2: was
9: curious about.
2: There's a uh, shower I... door down in L.A.
9: Okay, they're doing true brass replicas because it's it's a it's a, oh, it's, it's made brass. to replicate the showers from the early like twenties to the fifties. When the shower doors were first done with plate glass, uh, a lot of reeded stuff was used in them. Then it's made to replicate that look. I've done it, but I do it with a frameless shower and then wrap it with polished nickel channel or something like that to give the aesthetic. um, Just because the cost is astronomical.
2: Uh, Years ago, I priced a shower door. It was brass with I a copper finish on it yeah i sent it to my contract and goes well where are the wheels and tires at you know <laughs> exactly. much of the car i mean
9: yeah it's up there the last one i priced was a panel door panel to go in a like 30s basement remodel that was you know everything was replicated to look like a 30s uh, movie theater throughout the basement and to wrap a, a heavy glass frameless i think we were somewhere in the three to four range the replica brass shower was somewhere between like 12 and 15,000, Boy. the same, you know, same size and everything. Yeah, it's uh, it, they wanted the look, but they didn't want to look that bad. So we just use heavy wrapped it in, in polished nickel, did a fixed transom above because all the old units would have a fixed transom typically above the door. Uh, so we just replicated it with with the stuff we do all the time and it still looked really good. But it doesn't have quite the same feel that those have. But you know, for a ten thousand dollar difference, the feel is pretty solid
3: still. So that's right. They're, but they have the old-fashioned piano hinge down it, where you know you're using a, a wall mount or a pivot uh, for the heavy glass. Yeah. So he's still got the look of the original frame doors. Hmm. But he's doing well with it. I give him credit for taking the chance at it.
0: Yeah, I mean, next time somebody says my shower door is expensive, I'm going to be like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this is not expensive. (laughs) Let me show you this guy. (laughs) Yeah,
2: price Mm out of brass with, you
5: know. Guys, can I ask you guys something? Uh, Just looking for, get some hardware to my inventory. Uh, How do you guys put, like, the first, second, and third mostly finished uh the but be- the best selling finishings you guys say like polish chrome uh brushed nickel and black
3: yeah yeah exactly right yeah right used, so to be oil, a- used to be oil rub bronze but now black has taken that over yeah, yeah.
9: so and we what- bought a pretty good quantity uh over the last two years that's the first we've done it Black mm-hmm. in our area, because Ulra bronze was huge where we're at. We have a lot of craftsman-style homes. Black has completely wiped that out. We sell mm-hmm. almost no Ulra bronze, and I cannot mm-hmm. hold on to black hardware. So mm-hmm. And if you put them it's side going, by it,
2: side, you can't tell the difference.
4: Yeah, well, depending on, on the Ulra bronze wire. you get.
9: CR Lawrence yeah. is very close, but some people, their their bronze is still kind of you know, true brown. True chocolate, but I, I'm chrome is sitting on our shelves where we're at.
1: Oh, uh, exactly. and maybe a little
9: different oh, yeah. other areas, but it's sitting here. Well, I had a shower
2: enclosure where I had
9: to use the PPH
2: or the O2, the transom, and it wasn't in made in matte black. Now you put the oil rubbed bronze on there, and you couldn't even tell the difference. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. FHC's yeah. hardware looks black, you know, when they call it oil rub bronze. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have quite you a few brush put, bronze lately,
5: if you'll be putting like a, a proportion for those three finishing, I would say like
3: 33, 33, 33 percent of each. Uh, so, our um, our brush nickel is still by far number one. So it's brush nickel, then chrome, then black. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Hmm. Got it. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. So
8: when we go through ours, we have, um, we have three levels. So we've got The first level, we keep a month's supply of chrome, brush nickel, oil rub bronze, and um, matte black. And that month's supply will evaluate, like every six months, we'll say, you know, what's a new month's supply because Mm. then as we adjust. And then our second Mm -hmm. level is polished nickel, satin nickel, and And we've just recently added brush bronze and satin brass to that. Mm -hmm. And we only keep like four houses worth. And in each of those, Mm -hmm. it's Vienna hinges, six inch deep pull, three clips, two channel is kind of the Mm -hmm. the, the product that we keep. And -hmm. then anything else above that. So if it has to go to Mm -hmm. offset, we keep one offset, one set of offset one set of victoria for each of those Mm -hmm. and then anything above that when you've got we don't do as many pivots so Mm -hmm. you've got a pivot you've got a you know 90 degree clamp you've got whatever else then that's all just going to be special ordered but Mm -hmm. that's kind of how we've put together like the three different Mm -hmm. levels month stock some some stock and then special order on all of it
3: Mm Oh nice thank you thank you Donna
2: now, I, I had a job where they wanted unlacquered brass hinges, clips, and a little knob. So they're not available. And I talked to Sierra Lawrence and said, well, they can take satin brass and make it unlacquered. And so they finally ordered it and they said four to six weeks. Ordered mm-hmm. it two weeks ago, it's coming tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know? it's crazy. I just had to order some of that myself that unlacquered brass and i was so all everything about the hinges were available but i had to wait for the hinges for like weeks like
2: yeah the guy told me he says if it's available in satin brass they could make it unlacquered just strip the lacquer off it or whatever somewhere. i guess i don't i don't know how they do it but
1: i just got to notice they're coming They're they've been shipped you know
0: nice mm. that's good So over Brush. here, we've got people are buying this um, antique brushed brass from like Kohler or something. <laughs> so it's like love. real popular. Like everybody's getting this antique brushed brass. So um, got contractors, contractors that I work with contact me, like, oh, yeah, this is what the finish they want. So they've got all of their, you know, all of their fixtures. And it's like, yeah, that, we don't have anything that looks even close to that. Yeah, they don't match. Yeah. So, I mean, that'd be a good thing to put in the design guide, wouldn't it? To, like, um, you know, hey, consider it whether or not you're going to be able to get any shower hardware to m- match the rest of your fixtures when you're in the planning stages because it sucks to have a whole bathroom full of a certain finish that Kohler makes hmm. but um, you can't get, I mean you can't even get a special finish made for it.
1: Hey Chris, does that deep yeah. brush look something like that?
0: I don't know. No. I think it looks kind or of a lot what do you call, call that? Uh, antique brass. Looks like pewter. Metal?
1: Yes, it's a antique brass. And antique, antique brass.
6: brass. Yeah, wow. I just did a shower door like that.
1: Yeah, antique I've brass. So this four is four. Inches, a bunch of clips, and then uh, a couple of handles that yeah. have been sitting in my shop for about four years. <laughs> so this, it's there, <laughs>
0: You know, it's the bathroom fixtures finish. They call it antique brushed brass. But it doesn't look anything like antique brass. Yeah. You know, it's like not even close. And um, I mean, they just call, you know, well, you know, even with brush nickel. I mean, brush nickel from like one manufacturer to another, even in, in the shower door business, can vary quite a bit. Yeah. But then, you know, you t- start talking about like bathroom pictures and stuff, and it can be, it's a crapshoot
2: like i tell my customers everybody has their own
3: version of a finish so we used to go to the builder's show and kohler always had the biggest booth there and it was always interesting to go because they would always feature the newest finish kohler was pretty much on the the leading edge if you remember when they came out with that champagne color which is like a pinkish bronze and that was a designer's delight and that lasted about six months Mm -hmm. but it caused all sorts of havoc, everybody trying to get their hardware in that color. So it's interesting to go to that show, you'll see what the trending uh, fixtures are. And unfortunately, the shower door industry kind of has to follow what Kohler and Moen come up with for the plumbing. Mm -hmm. And we run into the same problem as a company like Baldwin Hardware, the people that make the handles for the cabinets. They have to try and match that as well. Yeah. So, and then the lighting manufacturers have to try and match it. And it, it really caused a problem because they're making it out of real brass and a lot of the other guys are making their stuff out of either cast or aluminum or some other finish. So the color is just not a perfect match.
2: No, they never match. I've ran into
1: a bunch of houses that I've been doing recently where nothing matches in the house. You've got, you've got chrome handles, you've got black... Uh, just strip around the shower they want brush nickel hardware you know you've got chrome door handles it just i think they've decided just hell with it we're just going to make everything not match and then it looks good
3: (laughs) it could be because of supply chain issues also they just took whatever was in stock and they'll swap it out later i guess that that's a possibility Mm -hmm.
8: So, Bill, you brought up IBS, and I was going to ask if anyone was going to that. Um, It goes back and forth between um, Vegas and... um, Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. And so this year it's in Vegas at the end of January. So we were there for the glass show going, okay, we're going to be back here at the end of January. So, you know, don't see too much. But anyone else? So it's the Combination International Builders Show and um, NKBA has their kitchen and bath industry show and they're in at the same time. And we try and go, especially when it's in the West, West Coast.
3: Those are really good shows. They're really good shows. Yeah. But yeah, it's a smart you know, idea like Bill
0: was saying, I mean, to get ahead of that.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of the shower door manufacturing companies will go there also and try and get an idea of what trend is coming. So that they can start gearing up for it.
8: Yeah, we we see our builders and um, remodelers there. Our home builders association always has, you know, a big party on one of the nights. So it's really more of a networking with our um, builders, which is really kind of dumb that you go to Vegas to see your local builder, but <laughs> whatever works.
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. It's an excuse excuse to go to Vegas, right?
2: we went to Vegas to see Chris. (laughs) That's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. Next? Yep. Who's got the next question?
7: I don't have a question. I have something I learned uh, for social media this week. If anybody's interested on LinkedIn, if you haven't done the latest latest update on LinkedIn, once you do the update and you do a post, whether you're posting a picture or you're posting a video, you have the ability before you upload that to add a hyperlink that will actually be put right on top of the video. So let's say we're talking, I'm talking right now and there's a button that I could say, Hey, click here to book an appointment. um, And that'll drive them right to the website. And the reason why I think that's so good is Jay and I have been tracking all the leads that come to our website. We can see where they're generated from based on software that must be engaged when someone hits our website. So it'll either say it was through a search engine a direct search which means they just type the name into the you know into the http bar or whatever the fuck you call it <laughs> or search bar a search bar or well search bar not in a search engine like the the right in
0: the line like in the yes whatever line. they
7: call that yeah and then the, the other way the, the other ways are through hyperlinks and we <laughs> found all the hyperlinks that we we're putting in our scripts on those videos weren't getting that much engagement, like maybe two or three hits a day. Whereas this hyperlink on the video is getting around 25 hits a day. We've only been doing this for like three days. And so wow. it's, a, it's, a, it's a massive difference. And I think it's just because of accessibility. It's right there in your face. Mm. Um, so if you don't have that, it looks like two chain links when you're uploading something on LinkedIn. Before you go ahead and push it through, you'll see at the bottom a couple little icons and one of them is two chains kind of interconnected. And if you don't have that, you just got to go through the app store and do the uh, update and it'll update on there. It's it's actually a really good feature. Not hearing a lot about it.
3: Is that feature available or soon to be available on either Instagram or Facebook?
7: No. So that's a good question. I think that that feature is available on both of those platforms, but Like on Instagram, I think you got to be a blue check. Like Instagram has these levels that you reach. Like when you get 10,000 followers, you can start getting paid on reels. Um, If you get a blue check mark, then like another war chest of tools opens up that the, you know, everyday blue collar user doesn't have access to. And I think. I think that might be one of those um on those other platforms. They they all have their own little rules and algorithms. But um LinkedIn is the first one to be able to provide that without you having to have a massive following of people or literally any following actually. You can have one person and still have accessibility to that feature. But if you really watch LinkedIn, nobody's using it. Nobody. Um so it's it's kind of like brand new, if you will, on LinkedIn, where it's really been around on YouTube and, and Instagram for a while. Mm. So Pretty if you're using good, yeah. LinkedIn, I would suggest it. Yeah.
8: So Keith on LinkedIn, are you a a regular LinkedIn user or did you do
7: that creator <laughs> are You a creator or a, Regular. well I am oh. I, I, it's classified as creator but when you say do I use it like I'm addicted to it actually yes. <laughs> this, um, but the
8: creator type I was yes. just reading there yes. like you can be a creator right. set your type and you she do doesn't mean
0: you do are like- you are you like a user do you use it she means like are you are you like a user or like a dealer?
8: <laughs> no, the both, true both. LinkedIn, LinkedIn category that is called creator. Of course, yeah, creator. A creator.
7: <laughs> creator. Yeah, it's yeah. creator. Okay. I don't know that there's any different permissions because I've had both. Now I have I have the business account to make sure I can see everybody that views the uh, profile. But out of all those tools and everything, this... This um, latest one is by far the biggest bang for the buck. It's not even, and it doesn't cost anything. I just, I, Brandon, the Castro put it up and I called him and said, how the hell did you do that? And he goes, well, when did you do the last update? And I'm thinking, I never do updates. I'm so lazy with that. Like if it doesn't do it automatically, I don't even do it. And so luckily he had posted one and I'm thinking, holy shit. And so Jay and I started doing it for two or three days and we saw the traffic immediately go up on the website immediately, uh, which was good, which was real good. Cause that's what, you know, we, the my architectural glass, we have not yet spent $1 on advertising. It's all been through the social mm-hmm. media. And so this is kind of one of those level ups where it's mm-hmm. helping us drive opportunity to the website. Yeah. Brilliant. Good yeah, tip. that's
0: a good tip, man. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of where I would send people if I had a hyperlink. Hmm.
7: Do you have a website? Oh,
0: that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> My website.
7: Yeah, don't you don't you have a website?
0: I have. I do have a website. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But then I would have to work. People would come clicking on my website and ordering stuff. And put my shoes on, go outside. It's cold out there.
8: Is that where you keep your computer? <laughs> outside?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's good. Yeah. Keith is like, he is the king of LinkedIn. Trying hardly hardly an hour goes by; he's not like posting something. Dude, you have to have, you have to have some help with that.
7: Yeah, uh, I I follow a couple people, and I just kind of repack. Very few of the stuff I come up with is original. I'm usually repackaging something else from a, a real estate industry, or there's a couple manufacturers I follow that are or kind of have the same stick or sense of humor that I do that I, I bite off of. But there is a, obviously a massive demand for content creation. Anybody who's creating anything um, can garner attention right now. Just, we had this conversation in a meeting today. My wife and I, I don't know how many people here watch Yellowstone, we watch Yellowstone. Well, when it goes to a traditional commercial on the TV, we both go to our phones. It's almost instantaneous. And we're not saying like it just, boom, we both pick up our phones because the traditional marketing that we're watching here on television is just boring. And it's actually not coming at us at a rate of speed that like we're used to when we use our phones, we're, we're consuming so much information so fast that uh, there's not enough people creating it. And I, I love LinkedIn so much because I know less than 1% of the entire population on LinkedIn will ever post anything. And so this is just a very easy um, arena to stand out among all your competition. And so that's why I post so much on LinkedIn. And it, it's paid dividends big time, big time.
6: It's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it a good LinkedIn, it's a good LinkedIn.
7: Thanks, Tunes.
0: That's right. you got the Tunes seal of approval.
7: Yeah. <laughs> one of my, he's one of my best, my best uh, followers for sure. He's yeah. very engaged, and I appreciate him. Yeah, it's awesome.
2: Steve, yeah.
0: out here. what's that? Steve,
2: none. Yeah. Hey, I saw the mirrors you were doing. Did you fabricate all those?
1: Not the ones with the holes. Just the huh? ones I put in. The- I did. Uh, I do have a drill press for for fabricating the mirrors, but I try not to. It takes yeah, too know. much time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the 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 couple that I did for in the frames were for one of the home builders' personal house, and so I really didn't want to do them. But you kind of can't say no. You had a
2: big one on your truck with a bunch of holes, and.
1: Mm-hmm yeah that's going to be next week it's got the the plumbing fixtures the sconce lights outlet holes and it's in between cabinets on some shitty uh, countertops and 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 <laughs> did you drill holes yeah, that goes i did not oh, no you... I, I ordered the oh
2: you had them done okay
1: <laughs> i did yeah
2: swiss cheese
1: yep yeah, my time yep Swiss cheese. my time uh my time money that it cost me to get those fabricated like that i'd rather just pay it and and pick it up and hopefully they (laughs) did it right
2: i used to do those all the time
9: i zoned out a little bit i apologize if this was already asked that it looked like you had a black trim running around the top edge of that mirror where it was curved is that is that what is that
1: that is a frame he had built so it's a it's a giant piece of metal that I just had to match that top and then put a mirror in and a glue to that metal, to the, uh, the okay. back plate. Okay, so
9: that's one piece that was fab. Is that steel or something?
1: One piece steel. It's it's like quarter-inch steel. Um, got a back plate, and then it's got that the design on top, so I just needed to, to make the design and I'd put the mirror to it. But uh, okay. It's, uh, okay. It's about 600 pounds, I think, so it's going to suck putting it up. <laughs> <laughs>
9: We're we're wrapping mirrors with black trim all the time, but when I saw the curve, that's when I was I was wondering if you had something um because there's there's like some uh, silicone framing that's made for mirrors now, uh, or like rubber. It feels like rubber, but it's a soft material that you can get for them. But I haven't been able to access any of it, so we're just doing straight straight black trim you know, and flat bar stuff. Uh, but I haven't found anything else to use. But we we have a lot of people asking for it. To finish mm-hmm. out the edge mirrors,
1: so yeah, I do, I do quite a bit with the L molding, you know, the miter corners and L mold and black and chrome and, and brushed nickel. Um, yeah, but, uh, I haven't seen the uh, silicone edges yet.
4: U channel, U channel works too now. I had experiment with it. U channel
1: because they don't
4: they don't they don't they don't sell um, L bar polished nickel, so a right. customer I really really wanted polished nickel for it for a frame for a mirror so i ordered me some u-channel stuck it in there wedged it behind it turned out perfect but it was awesome Uh customer was happy we like bumpered it behind it yep yep and i just glued the i glued the uh the u-channel to the face of the mirror it it stayed it held it and then i just shoved the cardboard behind the the void in the back of it it Mm -hmm. kept it nice and and solid, and I hung it up and mastic, boom, walked away, looked good. Customer was happy.
0: Yeah, that would know, actually give you like room for uh, like a French clip in the back if you wanted, you
4: know? Yeah, exactly. I was thinking about that too, but I just put mastic on it and yeah. look good. That's and, good too. It's good to have. It's good to have, you know, because, you know, it gives you more options and colors because J Bar, you don't get a lot of options, just a few, and that's it. um Or L bar, whatever you guys call it, so yeah, I had yep, so it worked perfectly. It was a little more work, but it paid off, so it was all right. Customer was happy, so it matters,
5: Billy. What are you securing your channel to that mirror with? Is it you just uh, like a silicone or a tape?
9: Depends. Sometimes we're using a high bond tape, that's my preference just because it's much cleaner. Um, occasionally we'll use silicone um i I have an in-house fabrication guy that does all of our retail stuff so he wraps mirrors pretty regular we're doing brush nickel wrap mirrors black wrap mirrors uh we rip u channel and what we call j mold um we rip that stuff all the time so we'll take a piece of u channel especially like half inch or something you can rip it down the middle of the the base and create two l's that you can use Mm -hmm. for wrapping Mm -hmm. mirrors uh trimming mirrors if i've got a uh, like a, if a customer ever wants a tight mirror, I refuse. I will not do tight mirrors to the wall. Um, we'll leave a gap. And if they want it tight, then we'll give them a frame to match the rest of the hardware in the bathroom. If they don't want metal. Then we tell them to involve the, you know, the contractor or carpenter with wood trim. Um, but I won't do tight mirrors. So, but we, we've gotten into wrapping, wrapping them quite a bit and we made good money on them too. Um, it looks Cause street. usually we're tying them in the shower. So.
4: And it looks um, clean.
9: Yeah, it gives a nice edge to it. Um, you don't have to deal with out of square walls and all that nonsense. I, I I almost refuse at this point to do out of square mirrors. I I honestly I don't like mirrors. I don't enjoy doing them. I'll do them with shower doors all day long because you make good money on them if you pair them with a shower door. But doing them by yourself drives me crazy because um, I just see how many showers we can be doing in the time we're wasting the mirrors. So, mm. um, but yeah, wrapping them. You know, we can make an extra. Three, four, five hundred dollars on a vanity mirror, just by wrapping it, because it gives a like the look of a framed mirror. That if they had to order, you know, a six foot by four foot framed mirror, you know, that's going to be two grand if they're trying to find it online. If they even can find it, which they typically can't. So, so it's been it's been a nice little nice little piece for them. We keep them on the website. You know, we keep samples of them in in the showroom so people can see what it looks like and they like it. So you can pair it. Pairing it with showers is the key, though, because that's when you can make real, you know, really good margins on it.
1: If you had a tight gear, how do you guys measure? Do you, um, do you just use a level, or do you uh, do the quad method where you draw the crosshairs on the wall? Crosshairs
4: all the time. Yeah, works all laser. 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 Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. Me too.
4: I used uh, some old timer man taught me how to do that. Took me out one day cross i never went back to i, I don't use them, no other method just across boom that's it yeah. and then i use showers online <laughs> and then i just i then i just put in showers online and, and i do my out of squareness on it and then i throw it out there and um, my fab guys cut it to to what i need so Gosh. works good
9: yeah well, I does adult i mean that sounds horrible <laughs> But I, I just don't I just do not do tight mirrors. I, I did them all during my younger days, uh, and it drove me nuts uh, with holes and cutouts and out of squares and getting it right. And we'd go out and it'd be too tight, and they couldn't shave it down to this problem or that problem. The margin just uh, – especially back then, maybe now, I don't know. We, we were able to get a little bit better margins on things, but the margin was not there on mirrors. So I just stopped. And I've told our other salesmen that if somebody wants a tight mirror, then maybe we're not the ones to do their mirrors. So.
0: Yeah, and not even to mention like the hazard. You know, I mean that the probably the most dangerous work I've ever done as a glazer is mirrors.
7: They mm-hmm.
0: are gnarly, man. They break. They break like swords falling out of the sky, man quick. I hate that. You know, it's like especially after you get used to working with tempered glass all the time. It's like Mm. I don't I really don't want to mess with and at all. And I'm like, and a mirror is like annealed plus one hazard, you know? It's (laughs) like with some silvering on the back of it, you know. So yeah. I I I
9: try not do them at all if I can avoid it. That's a great point. That's that's been one of the reasons we push because my my group of guys has gotten much younger and younger and younger. And that's mainly my fault because I'm trying to do that with our shower door group um, and teaching young guys. So they don't they do not feel comfortable handling large plate anything because they're just not used to it. I've got a few guys that have been with us for 30 plus years. They'll pick up a whole sheet of quarter inch plate like it's nothing. But Those young guys, they, they do not feel comfortable with it. So that's been a big part of why we've shifted. We're we're only holding 48 120s in house now. Where we used to always have 72 120s, 7, 72 130s. It was no big deal. Uh, it's just we've we've kind of shifted our what we're you know, what we're trying to do in that realm. But I, one of my contractors asked today for a 72 144 one sheet in a house. And uh, it's it's one of those that you don't want to say no to. So I'm trying, it's down the road. So we got a lot yeah. of time to engineer it, but if anybody's got any great ideas on how to move around a 72-144. Yeah, when,
2: 144, you, yeah mm. when, when you get one of those mirrors, they don't inspect it. You get what you get after mm. a certain size.
0: Mm. Good point. You know, yeah, that's a good point. Mirrors yeah, are inspected 100.
2: after a certain size and after you go bigger, you know, you get what you
0: get and that's it. Yeah, I would definitely want to put like some safety backing, you know, on something like that for sure.
3: Billy, be careful. I mean, we'll, Make sure we'll the first it. floor. Make sure it's first floor.
9: <laughs> it's a single. It's a bowling alley. They're building like an old school, like like they're like I don't know why this is a thing right now, but it's like a replica of an old like early nineteen hundreds bowling alley, single lane, um, and they, they just they, it's up again. It's dug into the mountain up here. So it's reflecting off of view on water so they want to be able to just have one long large wall mirror but we'll box it like probably build a box around it so literally the box will go to the wall the mirror will never be exposed until it's actually mounted to the flat surface probably what, what we'll end up with but it's far enough down the road and it'll be what it'll be worth my while if, you know, if it wasn't worth my if it wasn't worth my while i would not put the effort in but this is this is one of those contractors where if their customer wants it, they're not going to divert differ on it. I mentioned seaming it, and that immediately got shot down. So, so we'll figure something out hopefully, or we won't, you know, or we won't. But, uh, but we'll, we'll we'll go from there. But and
2: we we have a gym out here in California called In Shape, and their mirrors are usually uh, 120 by 60. Yep. Or 120. Laying down or standing up, and we do them all the time.
0: There you go. People are still doing that, so I don't have to. I love that.
1: Swords in the sky.
0: (laughs) Well, hey, thanks for showing up, everybody.
2: Oh, it's that time.
0: I mean, we couldn't do this if you didn't come, so I'm glad you did. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros, and you'll
1: find us. I look forward to seeing you.